welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and uh, this issue's cover focuses on Infosys and its exploits leading up to the pandemic and the plans thereafter. How have they dealt with these times and what lies for them in the near future? Joining me on the call to talk about some of this is uh, the cover story author Hari Chandan Arakali. Hi Hari, nice to have you. Yeah, hi Abhishek, nice to be back here. Thank you. Before we dive into the cover uh, Hari, IT in many organizations appears to be overworked in these times of the pandemic because IT is enabling organizations to not just work from home but also because of the nature of the business changing because people are doing sales sitting from home or even manufacturing you know knowing what's happening in the factories sitting remotely they're coming up with various you know digital applications or insights why are different tools would that be correct is is IT as a whole itself uh, disrupted by design because of the pandemic yeah i think uh a large section of the industry was taken completely unawares by the pandemic and uh, while some companies uh, you know had prudently invested in some technologies i think many companies uh, were also caught off guard because they did, they did not have the wherewithal to deal with the repercussions of the pandemic getting people to work from home i think was a major challenge more specifically to the it companies themselves i think to their credit they were quite well prepared i mean india's top it companies i think uh, reacted quite proactively got the bulk of their people to work from home and also ensured that they were able to keep the you know the so called business continuity of their clients uh, going everything from getting the technology to doing simple physical things like getting a laptop out to the person wherever he or she is working from in the in their homes you know whether it is you know physically taking it and giving it to them and and of course also to in, uh, to try and see if all this could be done in a secure manner so i think cyber security is another area which has now become even more important you could say that it is being overworked in these times and how did uh, infosys uh, respond to these times to the lockdown you had a chance to interview uh, mr uh, salil parekh uh, among others uh, Mm. for the story mm. what does he make of the pandemic and did they have to do some course corrections or the the path that they had taken after he came on board a couple of years ago held them at good stead like i said the top indian it companies and infosys uh, for sure were ready they were prepared it's not like they knew the specifics of what was going to happen and if you look at what infosys did getting uh, now today 99% of uh, and this is something that we've said in the story as well 99% of their workforce and the 240,000 people in the company you know working from home or working remotely and so on so they were certainly prepared they had the wherewithal to do uh, what they are doing you asked about the path that uh, pare salil pare had put out, put the company on you know, he continued uh, what infosys was already doing which was to invest you know in in uh, in platforms in software solutions in ip i mean i mean intellectual property uh, and also to try and uh, build their capabilities in digital digital technologies and so on so to that extent he you know he continued the work that his predecessor vishal sikha had set the company on i would say in some ways he made a few changes these changes were more nuanced rather than drastic changes they were nuanced in the sense that uh, he gave it a sort of a salil parekh flavor and he talks about the four the four pillars of his uh, navigate your next strategy which he came out which is essentially to 
get the entire company to focus, you know, to bring razor sharp focus onto what their clients want, and therefore what would Infosys have to do because of that. And you know, so and and the rest of it was built into that uh, that effort when he started, when Parikh started. The bulk of the revenues were still coming from the so-called traditional outsourcing kind of work, right? Uh, you know, maintenance of applications and things like that. So, so harnessing AI and automation to make the traditional outsourcing much much more cost effective. Uh, was one of the things that Parikh uh, got the company to uh, start pushing uh, on. Companies like Infosys have become, uh, have continued to stay relevant to their customers. And, and it has helped them as well in, in terms of, uh, you write that uh, the share of revenues from uh, uh, digital technology services as a proportion of the total has uh, almost doubled uh, in the yeah. last two years. So, And one part I found interesting, uh, Hari, from your story was that he talks about how important it is to reskill uh, the workforce the yeah. phrase that he uses is reskilling programs because things are changing so quickly and the need to invest in training yeah. centers like the one they have uh, in in mysore how has it helped them and what kind of uh, programs are conducted there to keep them up to speed these young engineers up to speed with what's happening out there on the reskilling front as well infosys is one of the companies which started pretty early quite possibly it would not be wrong to say that this was happening even before Salil Parekh came on board. Over the last uh, five to six years, uh, Infosys uh, has uh, looked at transforming itself into a company that can provide genuine innovation to its customers. So those would be the kinds of uh, things on which people would train. I think one of the uh, examples that uh, the HR head gave me was uh, you know, they, they created skill tags uh, they would look at a whole bunch of skills that would be required. For example, I don't know, this would be to uh, apply uh, design experience, uh, look at user experience. Uh, uh, you know, these are kind of things that are becoming much more important. These are more f- front-end, if you want to put it that way, much more front-end technologies as against this, the the old back-end IT that uh, the Indian IT companies were used to doing earlier. So, so they have done both. Uh, reskilling in terms of picking up those kinds of technologies, as well as uh, as well as hiring and acquiring uh, such uh, you know, talent wherever available. IT companies are now expected to put on a thinking hat and also offer solutions to practical problems faced by the business rather than just do coding or back-end support. In the jargon, they call it being the business partner. And you write that they've also acquired, Infosys has also acquired companies in, in Europe and the US when it comes to design, user experience. Yeah, yeah I mean, Europe and US is probably where you find these uh, boutique firms, right? Very important firms in terms of the kind of uh, uh, expertise that they can offer, which is very, very high-end. I mean, for example, you know, people always talk about uh, Italians when it comes to design. So it would make sense to to pick up these boutique firms in such places. Then that helps in, in two ways. It, it brings the large client base that uh, the IT companies have to those boutique firms, which they would otherwise not have been able to manage on their own. And on the other hand, it brings the expertise that those boutique firms have to this large client base. So, so you know, it's a it's a kind of a win-win for everyone involved. Uh, another point we should touch upon, and maybe you may have a question on that, is part of this is also playing into the localization that these companies are now 
actively looking at in their in their biggest markets you know by hiring more local people oh yes of course because you you also asked this to mr sikka in the interview that accompanies your cover story you know how does the h1b visa suspension uh, in the us impact companies like infosys yeah we did ask uh, parak about this and uh, and also his senior colleagues while the whole this pandemic uh, situation is raging on people are working from home and things like that in, in the short term it's not really going to do anything and in the in the medium term as people start coming back to offices maybe or have a have a blended working situation and so on Uh, the consensus is that this is going to be more of an irritant uh, because there's a, there's a certain model that uh, you know these companies were used to working on and in the short term they may they may find some shortages here and there and uh, some inability to move people from one place to another and so on but even on this front uh, infosys for example has been preparing itself somewhere around uh, i think uh, May of 2017, Infosys announced that uh, they would uh, start centers of excellence in the U.S. and uh, and at that time they said over the next two years they would hire as many as uh, 10,000 Americans locally. To date, they have already hired about uh, 13,000 people. More recently, they they updated these numbers and said by 2022 they've raised the target to 25,000. So they're going to hire another 12,000 people locally. as they go along these companies will become more and more consultative in their approach they will perforce have to bring in uh, experts uh, who have very deep domain knowledge you know for example if you look at banking they'll have to have people who've got say two decades of experience in in the meeting point of banking and technology so that also sort of feeds into the local hiring because these are people that you will not be able to recruit from india and export to the us or europe so they'll have to be consultative in their approach once upon a time it would be cost competitiveness is what was the core uh, of organizations like infosys it's not the case anymore right clients will be willing to pay a premium if a consultative uh, approach is also you know appended with uh, actually implementing the thing so whether it's uh, you know accenture's and mckinsey's of the world where they they command a premium because of the kind of experts that they bring to the table so if you have a problem in the oil industry you have somebody who's worked in the oil industry for years together as you know a consultant yeah. on the project and if uh, some yeah. of these indian giants it giants are doing this then the lines between these consulting firms and these it firms will blur and then it won't matter where you are hiring from as as long as the job gets done the thing thing about cost is it obviously for businesses cost will always be very very important but it will certainly cease to become the uh, factor when it comes to the indian it companies I mean, like 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 you said uh, previously cost used to be the major factor in you know in terms of outsourcing or or Uh, to put it in the indian jargon you know you know in terms of offshoring right to bring the work to centers in india where you know the cost was cost of an engineer was 1/10 or whatever it was in the us people like parik are very actively pushing the use of ai and the use of automation to completely transform that old outsourcing model from a from a people heavy uh, model to a technology heavy model they are looking to really take cost out of those operations they will become much more you know well versed 
they'll become serious experts in the use of technology and uh, not not so much in terms of uh, the the old IT outsourcing business model right well hari on mm. on that note uh, it's time to wrap up thank you very much uh, for your time on uh, this one in the interest of time thank you vishak it's nice being here great thank you uh, and all you listeners you can uh, get this podcast on forbesindia.com on itunes uh, stitcher and spotify and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818 and also look for other podcasts from uh, forbes india there's one called teenpreneur an interview series with young entrepreneurs and we also have from the bookshelf of forbes india conversations about business economics and books